This episode of Not A Bad Effort with Darren Ambrose contains some mild swear words, which some listeners may find offensive. Arsene Wenger messaged my agent, said, don't sign for Newcastle. No way. Come and talk to me. A five-floor palace, a glass elevator in it, coming on number 11, Darren Ambrose. The whole stadium. Boom. Oh, no. Basically, almost got my agent up against the wall by his throat. And, but my agent's just sit there going, we're not signing. <laughs> Welcome along to Not A Bad Effort with Darren Ambrose, a human look at the life of a pro footballer, where you'll hear some hilarious stories from the main man's career, some less interesting stuff from ours, and a lot of Lego chat. Before the beginning of this episode, I need to let you know that the sound quality isn't up to our usual high standards here on Not A Bad Effort. Producer Hugo was meant to do this apology himself, but he was running late, so I've had to do it. Anyway, enjoy the pod and feel free to harass Hugo on his social media channels if the sound quality isn't really to your liking. My name's Joe Carter. Alongside me is producer Hugo. Hello. And sitting opposite us is the man who made this all possible. The one, the only, Mr. Darren Ambrose. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, mate. How are we? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not bad. Good you guys journeys. had some. Uh, <laughs> you guys had some travel. Yeah, issues. not ideal. Um, but we're here now, so that's the main thing. We're here now. Well, yeah. I'm here now. That is the main. Yeah, we've that's been here a while. The main thing. Yeah. Um, we've already I, recorded half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's great. Got your quiz, and then we'll go home. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Ambrose? You all right? Yeah, good. All good. Good stuff. Right. Okay. Um, as you boys know, every episode has a show focus. For episode one, it was debuts, which was quite fitting, wasn't it? It was our first one. And for episode two, we're going for transfers. Essentially, we've made our debut, realised it's not where we want to be, and decided to look for a move as soon as possible. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about some of uh, your transfers, of course, Ambrose. And as always, we'll have some fun and games as well, including Hugo's quiz, as you mentioned. Brilliant. Sound good? Yeah. Can't wait. Let's okay. Smash this out again. <laughs> okay. Um, before we start quick lego update how's how's the lego going how's the grand piano uh that's finished honestly it's unbelievable like you link it up to your phone the 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 keys play it's uh you can actually play a song on it but you can't you can press the same key and it just plays like (laughs) like a tune for a release it'll just play the tune by one button but if you (laughs) pretend if you pretend you're playing it everyone's like how can you play that on that little piano (laughs) well i'm not but yeah i've finished two more as well ecto one ghostbusters honestly oh nice that is incredible it's the hardest build i've ever had to do though with a lot of curves on that car it was it was ridiculous (laughs) I know what car you (laughs) the Ecto-1 yeah Um, and a Chevrolet Oh, very uh, nice. I saw that. that yeah, was, very nice. Brilliant. You can change the colours, but at the moment I've just got the uh, silver speed stripes on it. Oh, very nice. Oh, so we're going to see you at the proms next year with the piano. Doing um, for a release at Royal Albert yeah. Hall. <laughs> Imagine that coming out with this little two-foot piano. There we go. <laughs> I bought some uh, Lego the other day, actually. Did you? Yeah, yeah for he, my did. he sent me a picture as yeah, well yeah. of the Lego. Obviously, he'd already got it, but yeah. I've got um, a Harry Potter dragon for my nephew. Oh, very it's his nice. fourth birthday, and he's already built it, so yeah. Oh, he's built it? He built it, or...? My sister said he he built the majority of it. He is a little genius, to be yeah, fair, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. But wow. yeah, so sh- I should have taken your loyalty card or whatever. Right, like, like un- Uncle Hugo. Exactly, that's me. It's Uncle Hudo, actually. <laughs> Hudo, oh, yeah. that's nice. Can we call him that on here now? Hudo, yeah. Hudo. Not Producer Uncle Hudo, Hudo. that's weird. <laughs> I actually got my son a Lego set for his birthday. It's a police station. Oh, nice. And um, 
Yeah, I, he's shown sort of very little interest in it. He's, you know, he's given it a go. It was his fourth birthday as well, actually, funny enough. Oh, happy um, birthday. Yeah, thank you very Freddy. much. I'll pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Um, yeah, so basically, I made the Lego police station this week. Um, I've got some snaps of it, which I've sent to the little... Uh, Yep. Group right chat. Now. Have a look. Oh, See, okay. I want to know what you guys think of I like the. the um, I like the book behind it. The book. Yeah, football fever. Football Peter fever. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Got to love the. Got to love the Peter Rabbit football book. The helicopter. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. that is fun. Nice carpet as well, by the way. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, That's yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, so like a little police station. You have got a prison on the side, obviously, and uh, there's a there's a police car helicopter with it as well. There's even a cell. There's a cell there's that cell. you can you can go in the cell. You can take the side of it off and. And you can uh, you, you can, can break out. How well, big is it? <laughs> I get really into it. Bigger than um, the piano. But yeah, my son loves it. Um, but yeah, what do you reckon, Ambrose? How do you rate it? Rate um, my build. It looks like all the pieces are in the right place. I I, I suspect. Would it um, make your Lego wall or not quite up to scratch? Um, I'd say this is a five plus Lego, maybe. Yeah, around Ages around five yeah, plus. Five plus. <laughs> Probably wouldn't make it onto the wall. Bit amateur for you, that <laughs> just a little bit. I, I did this last year. That's last year's Lego. That one. Ambrose, Ambrose You're a big boy now. Onto the adult Lego now. <laughs> yeah. Should we get uh, get onto the the subject of the pod? Yes, let's yeah. do it. Transfers. So transfers. It's a big it's a big subject, but we're gonna we're gonna go for a few bits and bobs. Ambrose just wanted to start really asking you a memorable transfer of yours. Um, probably, probably all memorable. To be honest, uh, the 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 initial one I had it switched to Newcastle. I never wanted to leave. Um, I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, I, I got the call off Newcastle. Come up, meet us. Um, so Bobby Robson and we. I did. Obviously, I'm at Ipswich Town. Ipswich were in administration at the time, so it was around March. So there it weren't the transfer window, but they were allowed to sell off their assets because of administration. Uh-huh. So if they looked it was me and Darren Bent we were the assets yeah. uh, initially we were both going to talk to Newcastle then Ipswich said no we're not selling both you've got to choose one and Newcastle obviously <laughs> chose the wrong Darren in, <laughs> in myself and uh, so yeah I, I, I flew up there with my dad um, and it's, 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 it's a difficult one because I wasn't on a lot of money at Ipswich. I was only young. I was yeah. 17, so I wasn't on a great contract. I was on my second professional contract. Yeah. There was players in my team earning Premier League wages, okay. and I was like a League 2 equivalent in, time, in terms of wages. Yeah. So, so Bobby Robson knew how much I was earning with his um, connections with the club, so they, they put an offer in front of me, Newcastle. And not, not I didn't feel it derogatory because I was kind of a small player at Ipswich yeah. that going to a huge club that was in the yeah. Champions League at the time but it was one of those where I sat down with my parents and and my agent and we said it just doesn't look like a contract that's going to it's not a first team contract now okay because agents get to know how much people are on yeah so you know Kieran Dyer's earning this oh, okay, yeah, yeah. earning that and I'm not comparing to Alan Shearer and players like that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair at the time. Enough, yeah. they're, they're the top ones, but players that when they first arrived, I, I only mention those two because they come from Ipswich, like I did. Albeit they were Premier League going to a Premier League club, yeah. but knowing what they were earning when they first signed, and then I see this offer for me, and I just thought it's not really a first team one. I'm going to go up there. I've got to prove myself. Where I just want to go back and play for Ipswich a long way from home as well isn't it so what was the adjustment like moving to Newcastle Um, 
it was okay. I stayed in a hotel for the first three months because uh, essentially I sat there with with um, the director of football and Freddie Shepherd, who was the the chairman, and said, "I'm not signing. I'm going back." So we we went. They, they sent us out to lunch um, to have a have a chat, have a discussion. Do you remember and, where you went for lunch? Uh, Scalini's, I believe. Wow, you called. do remember. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I do. Italian restaurant on. Um, I can't remember where. It might be in a place called Jesmond. I, I think I'm, I'm. I'm. I think it was Scalini's. Okay, yeah. and it, obviously it was a cheeseless pizza yeah. at the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I went to an Italian pizza restaurant. Like, yeah. Ridiculous, but yeah. So I've gone in there, and the craziest thing is Alan Shearer has walked in with um, a few friends of his and that, and come straight up to me now. Obviously, wasn't planted to come and do that, but <laughs> introduced himself. He didn't need to. I was watching him, what, seven years earlier in Euro 96. <laughs> yeah. but, um, so I, I said, hello, Darren, and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, blimey. Like, so he was aware of the situation. He knew you'd come uh, up and... Yeah, potentially, yeah. Oh, okay. And so he said, have you signed on? Have you signed the contract yet? And I was like, oh, not yet, but I'm going to go back and sign. <laughs> Even though I just said to my parents and my agent, I'm not signing that. Um, <laughs> But he's like, yeah, brilliant. Got to the end of lunch um, and was like, can we have the bill, please? And the the guy, the owner of Scalini said, oh, no, uh, Mr. Shearer's sorted the bill out. So he literally paid the bill or Very sorted nice. the bill. Unreal. So I was like, okay. So we went back and I still was adamant that I'm not signing. I'm going back to it. <laughs> so door swings open. And I hadn't met Sabo Robson at the time because I was dealing with the chairman and, and the director of football. But in he came... Um, and the presence of the guy was incredible. I was going to say, did he have like an aura about Honestly, him? Honestly, it was, it was like, it glowed when it walked in. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he grabbed a chair and he, he faced it away from, so he got himself in between my, myself, my parents and my agent and faced behind, like his back to my agent. And he straight away said, I don't like you, like that, to my agent. Wow. And then he, he, he said, no, I don't mean you personally. I don't like agents. And I'm okay. dealing with you guys. And he sat there and he spoke to me and my parents for about three hours, knew everything about me, every, like everything about like my parents, like knew he was such wow. a, a such a guy. Um, I remember playing a game against Grimsby away. We lost 3-0. Steve Cabber scored a hat-trick for them. He knew every touch I had. I had a <laughs> shocker. Wow. So out, <laughs> he come down to that game. How he scored one of the I don't know. But he, he, so after that, he, he'd agreed that you signed for me. Um, you can go back on loan to Ipswich. They were in the playoffs at the time and then come in the summer. So I was like, brilliant. Nice. At that time, Perfect. Arsene Wenger had messaged my agent said, don't sign for Newcastle. No way. Come and talk to, to come and talk to me. Oh my word. But my agent showed me, but I'd already decided this guy, so Bobby Robson walks in and I was like, no, I want to play for this guy in the summer. So <laughs> I signed on the dotted line and my agent said, okay, right, when do you want to see Darren back? Like, what, what date are you yeah. back in? And, so, and he said, uh, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, when's pre-season start? And he said, oh, no, no, you ain't going back. He said, you're on the bench at the weekend, son. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> Basically, he just said what he had to say to get me to sign. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I signed. I made my debut at the weekend. West Brom away. I come on for, for Newcastle. And that is unbelievable. He was such a great guy. And That's it, Incredible. I'm so proud, uh, if anything, in my career to have played for this manager yeah. because he was outstanding. And, you know, I, I think I said before I'd pick up an injury before yeah. he lost his job. So, uh, what could have been if he'd have stayed? I remember going to an England, I know I'm waffling on now, but going to an England game with the under 21s, he was there after losing his job. And 
he, the first thing he'd done was come up to me and the other England 21 teammates was like wow because they, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, didn't know yeah. they didn't know him of course and he was like soon as I get a job I'm coming to get you I'm coming to sign you basically wow. I think I was his protege he wanted oh, okay. to make yeah, me yeah. The, the fulfil my potential obviously it didn't quite work out that way he saw something in you for sure absolutely and like I said, I'm proud and privileged to to have known him and played under him. For sure, that That's must absolutely be amazing. Such a great feeling for like a young player to have someone with that much respect, like look out for you and, yeah. and want to make you a player. Well, that uh, must uh, give you so much confidence. He, he signed me, and the first thing he said to me was, I've, "I'm an international quality player, and we're going to get you into the international side." And wow. look, people don't think this happens. Some people know it does. Managers make a big difference. Yeah. Now, if and I know, I know because I knew how good I was as a player, especially when I was a little bit younger. James Milner one side, me the other side, Kieran Dyer, Jermaine Genus in the middle. That was the four. He called yeah. us all in. That was what it was going to be. He then got the sack. And look, if, if he hadn't, I, I believe my, that I'd have played for England for sure. But mm, it uh. just didn't work out. The manager came in, Graham Sunez. Another great manager. Weren't really his type of player not your flavour not his well, yeah. I, yeah I weren't his flavour to be yeah. honest he liked the he bought Lee Bowie and Nicky Butt straight in and those kind of players and that's not me so what could have been if Sir Bobby stayed I, I don't know but I'd have believed in myself and I'd have had at least one international cap that is that's unbelievable and what a guy actually look I don't mean to brag but I think I met Bobby Robson before you actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, not bragging though <laughs> I was on a summer holiday right in Barcelona yeah. um, with wow. the family and I was 13 so it was around it was 1998 that was it because while we were there it was the FA Cup final yeah. Arsenal Newcastle and uh, which Arsenal won 2-0 obviously um, <laughs> and we went to went for a little tour around the Camp Nou and uh, as we got back on the coach um one of the guys on the coach said, um, oh, I've just met Bobby Robson. I've got mm. his autograph. Mm. Look, I went and met him, had a picture in that. And I was like, where is he? And they were like, no, you can't You can't go now. Like It's too late. The coach has got to leave. And yeah. I just legged it off the coach, ran over. He was in the ice hockey stadium next yeah. door. Wow. And I ran up to him and he was having a meeting with someone. And it was uh, his translator, mm. Jose Mourinho wow. at the time. So I met him, had a little picture. That's crazy. And he ripped off a little page of his notebook and yeah. wrote to Joe Bobby Robson on it. Wow. I've still got it at home. What about his aura? Oh, absolutely. Incredible. I remember it. Like, That's you know, so cool. My pride and like joy yesterday. at home. I've got a signed shirt. Maybe we'll talk about this in, in future pods, with like the what, we, what we've got at home. But my pride and joy. I've got a Newcastle shirt signed by everyone. And right at the top... Sir Bobby Robson and uh, honestly I, I love every time I get it I look at it I think wow this guy like the, the one of the all time greatest England managers in my opinion so a bit of a segue here but you said you went on a family holiday to Barcelona and met Sir Bobby I went on a family holiday to Barcelona and uh, saw the Barcelona squad in the Barcelona airport I don't know if this is a common thing to just meet people from Barcelona. No way. Famous people yeah, it's go like, to Barcelona. I, I, I was gutted though because I remember, oh, I must have been like 10 or something, I was in the little game shop looking at Pokemon games or whatever and my dad runs in and goes, Hugo, I've just seen Ronaldinho. So I, I run out and like there's so much security and stuff mm. and like plodding along at the back was Mark Van Bommel so wow. I didn't know who he was at the <laughs> yeah. time but I got a picture with this random player got home and it was Mark Van Bommel and he was wow, a lovely man incredible. my dad's camera wasn't working he waited around for like five minutes as the squad walked off so Mark Van Bommel shout out to you Brilliant. Lovely, that's amazing. Brilliant. That's like a game of football holiday top trumps we just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, used, used to a winning Okay, so you're at Charlton and you are loaned to Ipswich. Talk us through that one. 
yeah, <laughs> unique. Um, <laughs> and this is this was the downfall of my Cholton career, and this is why I ended up being hated by by Cholton supporters. I'm not so sure anymore. There'll be a certain amount of people, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got the loan move. Jim Jilton. I played with Jim. Obviously, yeah, we we have had the story, but he rung me up, said, look. He was manager Ipswich at the time. Come and play for me. Um, we need a player like you. I was, yeah, brilliant. Get me out. Get me out of Cholton because <laughs> we was having a terrible last season. Phil Parkinson was the manager, and he weren't really playing me. Um, another quick story on that. I ended up playing because I went in and said, "I don't want my trend. I don't want my um, appearance bonus." I had, a, I had a quite high appearance bonus. Okay. He said it was nothing to do with that. Why I weren't playing. So I said, "Look, I'm going to waiver the appearance bonus." And he said, yeah, we've got nothing to do with why you're not playing. Next game I played. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I went on loan to Ipswich. Um, did okay. I weren't fantastic. I, I, I was low on confidence, really, coming off of the back of Cholton. Um, but as I went there, I was promised a contract. Jim and Jilton said, look, at the end of this loan, uh, we're, we're giving you a contract. It's like a three-year contract or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm home. Like This is my home. I grew yeah. up in the academy. Yeah, brilliant. Um then I got a phone call that evening from the South London Press and I'd kind of lost my head a little bit with Cholton. <laughs> yeah. And they just caught me on a bad day. I've never done this. You guys know me. I, yeah, I, yeah. I never really talk badly about anyone. No, not at all. And it weren't individually. I just, the headline, one of the headlines in the papers was, and it was Ambrose, um, the club's run by Muppets. And that, <laughs> that was that, we that should have bought our Lego, and, Lego Muppets and I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did say that to be honest but that wouldn't happen now though would it Absolutely players not. would not what, get Charlton contacted being run by Muppets no no, oh, no. well no. I don't know but. No, you wouldn't get contacted <laughs> exactly, I've, I've yeah. seen it myself firsthand. trying to get hold of players even, sure, even yeah. my friends that play yeah, I yeah. can't even interview them because you have to go through all these media guys yeah. and media girls to get get to them But so they caught you at the perfect time absolutely and they loved it and you could tell he loved it the guy I can't remember his name but he kept going on and yeah. Get more out. So tell me more. But I was fine. I thought, well, I don't care. I'm signing for Ipswich. <laughs> well, four games later, Jim Jilton got got the tic tac at Ipswich, oh. and I got sent back to Cholton. Oh no! <laughs> Honestly, what was now, that like? First day walking oh, back into training. First day was fine. Like, Avery did the players Park, care yeah. that much? That I don't, uh, no, they they oh, okay. Players find that stuff kind of kind of funny because <laughs> I, I didn't individually okay. criticize anyone. So walked in and they're like it's going to be frosty on your first game and I was like yeah I know first game was it was at the Valley um, it was West Brom I remember it clearly I was on the bench about eight minutes to go I think it was deliberate Phil Parkinson said warm up as you're going on <laughs> so I'm like okay and honestly my I was number 11 and the number come up coming off I don't know number 18 Lloyd Sam coming on number 11 Darren Ambrose the whole stadium boom oh no West Brom supporters joined in I don't know why <laughs> they joined in but the whole stand, the, I'm looking around and they're boom my first touch miscontrolled it come off my studs put Kevin Phillips one on one with our goalie he's <laughs> oh, in no. the post I was like and, uh, look I, I'm going to be honest because it don't matter to me anymore first time ever in my whole career I've feigned a little injury so I didn't have to play for Cholton again three games to go what, what injury did you go for uh, And look, this, this on the was, pitch no no I, oh, I finished okay. the game nice and it weren't so much because of that and because of the grief I was going to get I had a discussion with my agent Neil Warner could already shown interest from Palace so we didn't want to pull an injury with three games to go I knew Cholton <laughs> weren't going to keep me yeah nice. so uh, it was a quad because you 
it's such a big muscle you can't really <laughs> prove that you didn't go for the lip injury again <laughs> did you open sounds, up the old lip scar? I mean that sounds awful <laughs> and it does and I, I look at it now and it is awful but I had I gave up my um I mean, bonus, the pressure you were under. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The appearance bonus I gave up. So it had yeah. nothing to do with money or anything no, no. like that. They weren't costing the club anything because I was still essentially supposed to be on loan. So I just thought, well, I want to continue my career injury-free. If I'd have picked up an injury in the last three games, and this isn't the first time players have done this, by the way, and it's it would still happen to this day. Wow. I think you can. You do see that from time to time, don't you? Uh, the back, the back is the one. Is that the? Oh, is this the like? Okay. Is this the... He's out with a back injury. Okay, coming what? towards the end of the transfer window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no back injury. You see there. It also yellow cards before Christmas. Is that back. a thing? Um, I've never known anyone to admit it. Okay, but I've been on the pitch where they pick up like a yellow for nothing, like pulling a shirt or just shouting at the ref for no reason. Yellow card. Oh, I'm off Christmas. Was there that one? There was that one, David Beckham, wasn't it? Was it an England group, uh, like a qualifying group? Yep. And he said, oh, oh, I got a yellow, so I, yeah. so I got a yellow in a friendly or something like that, so oh, I didn't okay. have to definitely miss of course this game, that game. People, people are not silly. I remember there's a famous, um, I think it was Jose Mourinho at Real Madrid, and he told Ramos to get sent off. I can't yep. remember what it was. It was like their last group game or something. Yep. So if he got a red, he wouldn't miss the. You don't really or something need to like tell him, do you? To yeah, that's true. <laughs> He'd have probably got a red anyway. I read it's a true. stat, I can't remember, but he's been suspended for over a season and a half overall. Wow. <laughs> Obviously not all not all at once, but the amount of reds and yellows he's picked up, I think it's, it, it may be more. It's over a season and a I half. I wonder how much money that would be in fines as well. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. How many yellows and reds did you have in your career? Oh, one uh, red we we know one about red, one red yes. yeah, it was a good red that I'd say 30 40 yellows maybe maybe 30 odd I, I picked up 14 once in the youth team so I was yeah, suspended that's... twice in one season <laughs> the youth team. and that was all the same kind of challenge I got a red card was it just that kind of like you wanted to make the right tackle but it was just a bit sloppy or no, no. or you just went in yeah, you were like have loss. some of that his head loss and <laughs> look people anyone who knows me as a player would go he's not a tough tackling midfielder he's a, a flair player a luxury player or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah yeah Back in the day, I was, but I kept getting suspended. Kept costing me money, like, and then the red card cost me money. Like, so when you're that young as well, it's exactly. probably annoying. So there, there's, I kind of stopped tackling. I was, I was shit at it. <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't time a tackle. But you got that little bit of like uh, bite, like like a Burkamp sort of. He's the flair player, but he's got that bit of bite as well. Yeah, but mm. I was. It was it's a nasty bit of bite, really. Yeah. Some of the challenges I remember them now over the top, and I, I, I learned the hard way by getting red card. Yeah. Well, there's one more transfer that we wanted to sort of ask you about, and that is um, you're, you're at Birmingham 2014-ish, and you moved to Greece. I did. I love this Apollon. transfer so much. I loved it as well. I think this is incredible. This is the sort of thing you see on Twitter. You get those accounts where it's like random transfers that you forgot that happened. Yeah, you know what? I got a call off my agent. Um, I went to Birmingham. Huge mistake, really. And again, hindsight in, in this world is is fantastic thing um but lee clark we just didn't get on like if i see him i don't hold a grudge i'd shake his hand say hello but as manager and player we didn't get on i think if I, I'm, I'm looking at it now i played 10 games overall seven in the championship in two seasons mm. you know i'd come yeah. from palace where i'd scored 40 in three seasons from midfield yeah <laughs> something's I, not right yeah. i was the marquee signing for birmingham along with lovenkrans and hayden mullins and just it just didn't get on so uh, we'll, it, yeah. we'll leave that Say one no there more. for now <laughs> but he's it, it, I've got this win Laurie Sanchez was a manager in oh, yeah. a, a team in Athens 
uh, you ever fancied playing abroad? And I'm like, well, not really, no, but look, I, I need to get out. I need to play football. I'm coming towards the end of my contract. I need to play. Um, and it was like, okay, let's do it. Anyway, I get a call from Lee Clark, come to my office. And, and I'm like, okay, he must have got wind of it. And I walked in and he's like, right, I've got a club for you. I mean, I ain't spoken to this guy for about six months. He's like, I've got a club for you. I'm thinking, yeah, I know, but go on. <laughs> he said, oh, Oxford. Oxford United want to take you on loan. Oh, yeah. They're in the playoffs. Chance of promotion. And I was like, okay. Like, I kind of registered that this could be quite a decent yeah, move, actually. Nice place. Not just around the corner. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll go there near Bista Village. Like, <laughs> Mrs. would love it. <laughs> and uh, so I thought, get a promotion back to the championship, maybe a contract. So I went down and, and Hayden, obviously, Hayden Mullins, uh, a good friend of mine, knew what was going on. He said, What's going on? I said, Oh, oh. he said, Go to Oxford. And he's like, Don't go there. Go go out to Athens. Like, definitely. I was like, No, but. And I, I said the same thing. I could get a promotion to the championship. I could get a contract. Yeah. I'll be a free. He was like, they're in League Two. And I was like, what? I didn't even know. Oh, oh wow. So they were in League Two <laughs> oh, okay. to get a promotion to the League One. I see. And I was like, oh. Like, look, there's nothing wrong with that. I played League One with Colchester, but yeah, at yeah. that time, where I still felt I had a lot to give. Yeah. Like, That's quite oh. a drop, so yeah. So I was like, oh, no. So I had to march back upstairs, banged on um, Lee Clark's door. I said, Gaffer, I'm, no way am I dropping down to League Two. I, yeah. I, I'd rather sit my contract out. Yeah. I said, however, I've got a counter offer. Laurie Sanchez, team in Athens, they want to take me. He's like, do it, go. Wow. So I was like, Pack your bags, get your passport. Yep. My, my missus didn't really know. I said, look, I'm going out there. Um, she was like, I oh, don't sign for a team in Greece. I said, it'll be brilliant, we'll love it. Went out there. The, the, for another show, I could, we could do five podcasts about my time in Greece oh <laughs> absolutely but let's it, do it it's, it's a unique place <laughs> give us a little trailer for it now like <laughs> well, just signing so I walked into the room probably no bigger than this now for the listeners what are we in a 10 by 8 room yeah, yeah about so that. it's no bigger than this it'll be a, it'll be a double bedroom I'd say yeah so yeah. the the, the <laughs> nice the, <laughs> and this desk in front of us is kind of like a double bed so <laughs> anyway carry on with exactly. your story <laughs> so so um, the president who uh, is basically the owner that's what they, they they're known as the president he was the second richest guy in Greece and it's oil tankers and stuff and the the whole room's full of cigar smoke to start with <laughs> and I'm like coffee and I'm like please can we just get this done anyway to cut a long story short they wanted me to sign a little bit of paper to say I'm going to sign the contract but this is to agree that I'll be out of playing a cup game the following day my agent what? my agent following was like well, no where's so, the contract there's no is this like the back of a receipt or basically something? yeah <laughs> like, there's no pay- so hey, they wanted to sign you for one game and it was tomorrow wrote, <laughs> they wrote it down basically saying you will play tomorrow <laughs> Sign that, and then after that, because it needs to be registered in like the next oh, twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. After oh, that, right. we'll sort the contract out. That sounds dodgy. And my agent was like, "No chance." Yeah. And honestly, if if you ever have an experience with with Greek people, they <laughs> shout. <laughs> I am sat there thinking, "What is going on?" One of them shouted in Greek. Basically, almost got my agent up against the wall by his throat. And but my agent's just sit, sit there going, "We're not signing." I think you shout at me all you want. We're not signing unless that contract's in, yeah, in yeah. front of us. Um, oh my god! We got it sorted out in the end, and. Uh, it was such a. It's probably the best contract I've had in my whole career, if I'm being honest. Because in terms of like the bonuses or in everything, really. Now we wow. we we 
we um we agreed to go permanent but we couldn't get that done in time so yeah. we i had to do a loan but the contract that they offered so birmingham was paying two-thirds of my wages they was going to pay one third but my agent then said no we're not happy with that because the contract you offered darren on a permanent is uh-huh. a lot lot better than the birmingham one so you have to pay him what you were going to pay him and they was like, yeah, okay, because they were going to do it anyway. Wow, smart. Well, and so then, then Birmingham was still... Birmingham was still paying me two-thirds of my contract in England. You've absolutely smashed so, <laughs> Honestly, I was like, this is the greatest yeah. move yeah, ever. Just out of curiosity, how, how did the players at Apollon yeah. react to you signing? Um... I don't really know. Because it's so out of the blue and so random. Yeah. Is it like was it like a lot of Greek players or was there quite a few international well, when players? I, when from... I first signed, they I said, "Who's out there?" Now Lee Cook was out there. He used to play for Queens Park Rangers. Oh, okay. He was out there, yeah. and I knew him. I, he had a stint at Cholton on loan, so I knew him. And I was like, "That's kind of like, oh, I know someone. Let's go out there." Yeah. Then um, Laurie, when I spoke to Laurie and uh, his assistant Steve Constantine, who's fluent Greek and English. Great coach, great guy, got Perfect. every badge under the sun. Um, they said, everyone's broken English out here. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I said, okay, so Lee Cook there, uh, two um, Danish, I think they were, Danish guys, spoke English brilliantly. No one else spoke a word of English. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we had the Greek national keeper, Cor- Cor- I can't remember his name now, but he played in uh, 2004 win when they won the, the oh, well, Euro with, with the grey hair. Yeah. Oh, he's a legend. I can't remember his name. Tall guy. Yeah, great guy, yeah, I know who you mean. He could talk a little bit of English, but no one else could speak English. And like That's I said, unreal. if you know Greek people, I, kept, I had this interpreter go everywhere with me. Um, on, on the pitch. And I, well, <laughs> every interview. And wow. I, I used to deliberately, quickly, again off subject, I used to deliberately answer because they always wanted to interview me because I did quite well out there. Yeah answer the longest answers ever <laughs> and as I'm answering I'm looking at him winking going good luck with this one but he seemed to get it all the time well I think he did I don't know what he was he's saying he's probably just it. making up anything yeah but um, it, 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 did we, you move to was it, was it just you and Rachel at this point or did we you had have three kids at the time and yeah. did you all go out there or was it so just I went out there for two weeks and I looked at a couple of places the most contrast of places one was a, a two bed three bed apartment in Kifisia which was in Athens nice uh, and one was um, a five-floor palace by the mountains. <laughs> five floors? Five floors. So you went to cri- from Crystal Palace to a Greek palace. <laughs> it had an elevator in it, a glass elevator in it. Oh, my God. And they gosh. were the same price. <laughs> what is going on? I, I picked the apartment just because the, the one, the, 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 this palace. Yeah. I mean, it was about, I'd say it was about 2,800 euros a month to rent okay. these two. Right. But this one was 10 minutes on the training ground. This was an hour and 15. Okay. Oh, so right. I, yeah. I picked the, the one there and then got, got Rachel out, got the kids homeschooled, had an opportunity, again, going off subject. And we, let's do a pod about this one. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We played a um, Panathinaikos. My best game out there, scored um, probably my best goal out there. Nikos Dabizaz played with him at Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was Legend. a director of football. Ah, wow. Comes into the dressing room at the end of the game with a contract three-year contract <laughs> three years yeah put it in front of me and said oh we want you to sign for us and i'm like what i'm playing for someone else now <laughs> and they're like don't worry we'll sort the logistics out and i was like look i'm not signing three-year contract so now chaotic. what do i do get my gear and come in, I'll come <laughs> yeah. in your dressing room like well, get your shin pads da- yeah. Daza. You're coming the over about it and obviously it went all um that is through mad. the legality side of things yeah yeah and my missus just didn't want to move out there yeah fair um, enough we got relegated that year which was <laughs> 
which was devastating to be honest Laurie for some reason picked all the Greek players against Olympiakos where we needed a point okay and left out the Norwegians myself Lee Cook who were the better players out there yeah for some reason left us all out Olympiakos won 2 now we got relegated this was in March wow. so I'm I have to go to the stadium the next day to get my salary that's owed to me because I'm going home on a plane that day they're wow. trying to say you're not going home you have to stay till July and train I had no chance I'm For- going home I'm going back to Birmingham this I'm only is, on loan this is insane yeah and then <laughs> so then I get my salary they agree to go home it's all fine get to England my agent phones up Lee Clark and says right Daz is obviously back it's about March the 8th um, what, when do you want him to come in I get a phone from my agent Lee Clark said he don't want you back Aww. <laughs> the greatest summer ever honestly it was brilliant that, is, that sounds unbelievable it's like the wild west yeah there's, there's, well, that's probably 10% of what I could t- say about we Greece. are definitely doing that, a pod on that's it. literally like you've you finished uni and just gone on a gap year it was brilliant I went to Budapest for a bit when I finished I uni to Rach, like, he said don't come back I don't want me back in <laughs> Rachel was like what have you done to this guy I, said, I don't know like, I don't know but let's have a good summer paid for I paid for a holiday to Florida in cash in euros that is ridiculous <laughs> oh, we need goodness. to do an episode yeah. on Greece yes That's we have to do unreal. it unreal um, I don't know if I'm divulging a bit too much no here, that is I mean is, I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm reeling a bit yeah <laughs> to be honest with you I've never heard anything quite like it that is that an is unbelievable class. story Wow, some some amazing transfer stories there, and I'm sure that like some of these stories will come up in future pods, and we'll yep. we'll uh, discuss them at great length. But for now, we just wanted to have a little bit of fun and games now with um, with you on transfers. Um, so we've come up with this game, Hugo yep. and I. Well, it's kind of a game. You guys are going to figure it out. Um, how much would they be worth now? Okay. It's an imaginative title. I know. Didn't didn't really think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we play? How much would they be worth now? Yes, <laughs> okay. let's, let's copyright that. <laughs> no jingle. So, no let me jingle. explain <laughs> it for you. Um, so we'll we'll give you a note. We'll give you like a barometer player. If yep. Jack Grealish is worth a hundred million, yep. I want I want you to you and you and Hugo to discuss and tell me how much is this player worth uh, in relation to that. Okay. So, 2004, 18 year old Darren Ambrose from Ipswich to Newcastle, just over a million in today's money. How much is he worth? Mm, more than a million, I tell you that. So you said you were, you reckon you were the, one of the best players or the best player at Ipswich? Well, I'd say I was the best player. Matt Holland might disagree, but <laughs> okay. I'd say Bentley might at, disagree. At that age? I had 11 goals in the first division from midfield. Um, Where did you finish in the league? Well, when I left... In March, we was about, I think, it was around fourth or fifth. Okay. This is this is. Do you know what this is sounding like for me? Though. Sounding like J- Jared Bowen. Bowen was whole to West Ham from the Championship. Yeah. Ambrose is a lot younger. I, wow. Bowen was about twenty-four. I think I had thirteen assists as well. Eleven goals and thirteen assists, and you're yeah. eighteen. In, That's filth. In, in twenty, it was about twenty-eight, twenty-nine games. Come on, then. I'm, I'm going to push you for a figure. I, I'm not answering. I'm going f- thirty. Million pounds, oh, thirty. What a bargain! I'll take that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'd, I thought you were going higher. higher. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Up, to be fair, it's not up to me. Thirty million. Honestly, the listeners will be like, "What? That fifty p?" Okay, right. Two thousand and nine. Darren Bent 
25 years old. He moved from Spurs to Sunderland for 10 million, uh, rising to 16.5. He got 24 goals in 38 Premier League appearances that season. Yeah, he did. Uh, including the beach ball goal against Pepe Reina yep. against Liverpool, 1-0 Sunderland. So Oof. what's he worth at that point? I'm thinking... Like- I, I, I'm a bit biased because I knew what kind of player and finisher he was. Like, today's market to find a player... An English player as yeah, well yeah. to mm. score that many goals. Got to put your English player tax on it as well. Yeah, always, always, always pay a bit I'm more. I'm going one twenty. One twenty. One twenty. I'm going more than Grealish. What do you reckon, Hugo? Can you remind me how old he was again? Twenty-five. So he's he's like thereabouts in his prime as well, and he's guaranteed goals, and he's done it at a club that's not near the top of the league. I, I think you might be right. One, it could be one twenty. It's a good show. Okay. I'm a bit peed off though. I'm 30 and he's one. Yeah, you, you, you were <laughs> yeah. younger at the time. <laughs> um, okay, 96. Someone you played with. Um, not in 96, obviously. Um, Alan Shearer, <laughs> 15 million. Blackburn to Newcastle. In today's money, what would you have paid for <sighs> Shearer? Billion. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, let's, uh, let's get him. How many goals did he score for Blackburn? Oh, I mean, was he top scorer that season? I think so. Won the but league. Just won the league as yeah, well. Yeah, so that adds value as well. So he went to Newcastle for how much? 15? 15 million and it was he, he a just, record he, transfer fee at the time. He had his last season, his yeah. last three seasons, he scored 31, 34, 31 in the Premier League. Oh my word. That is disgusting. That is insane. That's 170 mil. I think more. More? Yeah, I think more. Two, 250. 250. 250 million, million. In, today's, in today's money. That's how much Shearer would have gone... To well, that's just insane, yeah, isn't cool. it? Yep. Well, actually, if only Newcastle could Newca- afford that Newcastle kind of transfer yeah, now as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, billion. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Okay, <laughs> next up, 2010. You told us on episode one that you played with Will Zaha on his debut yep. at Palace. What price would you put on him in today's money? In you know that, that player you saw there after his debut, a, a youngster. So what was he? Seventeen. Yeah, is that, that's difficult to answer, isn't it? Because if you think to you're buying potential there, you yeah. don't you forget what he's done after, forget what player he is after. How much did he go for? Well, this is more he, of a he gauge went, he of went like for around fifteen, didn't he? Yeah, to Man United. yeah, to United eventually. Yeah, but how did you rate him at the time? Oh, 50 million, I reckon. 50 million. Yeah. Decent. These are all, these all sound like pretty it's big kind of like transfers. I was looking, thinking, yeah, that's a, there's a 50 million player, pound player in there. But you could argue. And that was his first game. You could argue maybe three years ago when he's sort of like 25. Yeah. He would probably be worth 80. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, Pound was wanted. in his prime. Yeah. That's what Arsenal yeah. can pay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, one of your favourite players, Gaza, went to Lazio for 5.5 million. Yeah. I mean, you're probably sad to see him go but yep. in today's money that surely must I mean when I was doing the research it, it said in today's money that would be 20 million <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> not sure about that imagine a player like Gaza well look Grealish everyone c- tries to compare Grealish to Gaza yeah. uh, uh, Villa days you can kind of see the yeah. comparisons you can't at the moment I'm sure that they'll come back but wow if Grealish is 100 it look, it's a hundred minimum for Gaza. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like one of up bar Rooney, one of the best English players to ever play the game, and just so loved as well. Yeah, and obviously when you're Engl- they're playing the English tax as well for a player. So I'm going a hundred and seventy 
seven. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna go two hundred. Two hundred. Wow. So we're, we're close. We're in the yeah, you guys are having a bidding war. Two hundred. So yeah, we can find an agreement now. somewhere in between. A few <laughs> add-ons or something. Yeah, two hundred ten. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just run you down those before we get on to Hugo's fantastic quiz. Um, so we asked you what would these players be worth now, and you guys said uh, Darren Ambrose. 2004, 18 years old, Ipswich to Newcastle, went for just over a million. In today's money, 30 million. Sign on fee as well, imagine that. Darren Bent, Spurs to Sunderland, 24 goals in 38, uh, £10 million initial fee. We said 120 million in today's today's money. (laughs) What were we thinking there? (laughs) He'll take that. Darren, if you're listening. (laughs) Um, Shearer, when he went for 15 million from Blackburn to Newcastle in 96, we're saying 250 million of today's yeah, yeah. English pounds. Is that a record breaker? I think that's, that's a record well. breaker. I that's think more that's than a bargain. Right. A bargain. 31, 34, and 31 in three seasons. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That is ridiculous. It is unbelievable. And he's a Geordie as well. That's going Harlan levels. Yeah, that is. Zaha after his Palace debut, 2010 ish. 50 million in today's money. Yeah. Uh, Gaza went to Lazio for five and a half million in 92, but today's money we're saying 200. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this, this is an expensive uh, shopping list, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I agree with all of those. Sounds about right. So, last week, um, the theme was debuts, and the quiz was related to that. Um, it was players that scored on their professional debuts this week we're talking about transfers and all these players have scored famous goals against a former club they used to play for okay nice so they've made a move and then hurt their previous club essentially yep so same rules apply as every time i'll give you clues first one to shout out the name gets the point yep let's do it You all right, Ambrose? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit nerves, emotional. Nerves getting to you. Yeah. Oh. I think we both know what's coming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a big one. Right, let's do it. A six foot three striker born in 1984. Um, I hope he wasn't six foot three when he was born, but. <laughs> started his pro career at Mets in 2001. First came to the Premier League in 2006, joining Arsenal from Monaco. Thierry his last Premier League club was Crystal Palace and he represented Togo internationally. Adebayo. We need VAR on that. Oh, that's close. <laughs> um, let's get a view from uh, the uh, referee, Peter Walton. Peter, give us your view. I've listened back and it was Joe. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm so sorry, Ambrose. I nearly swore then. <laughs> you can, mate. Let it out. 1-0 Joseph. Next one. A six-foot striker, born in 1983 in Rotterdam. Started his pro career at Feyenoord in 2001. Finished his career at Feyenoord in 2019. Van Persie? Correct. Oi, get in there. 2-0 Joe. Oh, oh, can, look can, on Ambrose's face. Do you remember who he scored against Joe? <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Scored on his uh, first appearance against Arsenal so uh, after joining Man United. That's two Arsenal players with an Arsenal supporter in here. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. there's, there's oh, he's teed it up there. We'll do Spurs now. So you can get rid there's four left. Don't do Spurs. <laughs> I embarrass myself. Scored 23 goals in 70 games for Juventus between 2004 and 2006. Ooh. Won the Europa League with Man United in 2017. This is... Won the Puskas Award in 2013 
with an impressive strike for his international team. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. It's 3 0, Joe. Oh! Top bins. It's <laughs> <Is he> on. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ambrose had to leave early, so it's just Joe. <laughs> it's 2-1. 3-0, Joe. I mean, yeah. There's three <laughs> left. That, it's two and a half, half, I call it. Um, Adebayor was... The adjudicator said it was you. Three left. You've got to get them all to equalise Ambrose. Sort <laughs> out this VAR, mate. I have a feeling Ambrose is the favourite for the next one. Darren Ambrose. <laughs> it's not on the front. He's out. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, out. You're out of this oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Started his career at Wilmington Hammerheads in 2004. <laughs> Great side. Sounds like one of my Sunday leagues. Yeah, I was, I was actually going to say you, to be honest. <laughs> Joined Brighton in 2008 from Rochdale. A Glenn Murray. Correct. Last clue was had the misfortune of playing with Darren Ambrose, but we didn't have to get him. Could have been anyone. <laughs> Cool, 3-1. Was yes. that in the M23 yes. derby as All well? He scored that, Murray. So, yeah, right. he scored multiple for both sides. Interestingly, yeah, exactly. He scored for Brighton against Palace and then Palace against Brighton yep. and then Brighton against Palace. Yep. Ambrose, do you remember the famous uh, meme for fuck's sake, Murray? I do. There you go. I, do. I, set, I set him up on that goal. <laughs> my, my you created a meme. <laughs> Next one. Born in Greenwich, 1984. Has 54 caps for England between 2003 and... You know it, didn't you? 2004. Oh, I thought I did. I don't. I don't know. Born where he lives. 53 caps for England between 2003 and 2004. 2014. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> I was say. a lot of internationals. <laughs> um, finished his career at Stoke in 2018. Peter Crouch. No. He's out. out. Yeah. No, he hit the post. <laughs> I was going to say because the first question we were both out then because we both said Henri, but that's true. Know, you, you can carry on. Yep. Thank you. Started his career at West Ham in 2002. You know it, didn't you? Played as a right back and spent the longest spell of Glenn his career. Oh, correct. Three yeah. two. This is tense. Three two. Three two. Three two to Ambrose. No, no to, to you. To me. But oh, there's right. one left. I lost count. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> we can't have another three three. This is outrageous. Two and a half. Two and a half. VAR was clear. Yeah. I'm afraid. Right. By the way, if you do an odd number of questions, then there won't be. It will never be a draw. Just a, a tip. I like the tension. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with a draw. He was on the train. Yeah, <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It was a very, very stressful train journey. Actually. No, that's fair enough. Sorry. A winger born in 1992 played for Chelsea between 2014 and 2016. Had a successful loan spell at Fiorentina. In 2015, Mo Salah. Correct. Yes. 4-2, Joe. We have a winner. That puts him 1-0 up in the series of Hugo quizzes. Well done, Joe. Yeah. Well done, Joe. (laughs) Everyone sounds so happy about it. (laughs) I'm very proud of you. the atmosphere of a knife in here (laughs) right now. (laughs) I'm going to put some dramatic music on that. He's got to get VAR back on. (laughs) Look at that. I swear I said or quicker than he said had a bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do a slow-mo replay now. Yeah, it was Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, well, that concludes episode two. Thank you, Hugo. Thank you very much, mate. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? It was worth the stressful journey. It was, yeah. And thank you very much, Dazza, Mr. Ambrose. Thank you, guys. (laughs) 